Enough, you suckers on the side just looking salty. You can't sit with us. They're building up a dynasty for the future. Getting in, I so later I could put my feet up. I provide the foundation, but you gotta build it up. If you're not a hustler, then you can't sit with us. You damn skippy, you can't. What up, this your boy, as always, El Ambitious host of You Can't Sit With Us Radio. Shout out to my other host, Cute Duck DJ. As always, you know we got to start the show off with a positive quote. Today's quote is, success is not final, failure is not fatal. It is courage to continue that counts. End quote. Yes, yes. So, gotta say thank you to everybody that came out for our live show back in august it's the first time i've been able to talk about it so but i just want to thank everybody performers the venue interviewers everybody that had something to do with shout out to the man cave shout out to she said podcast for helping us out as well coming through appreciate everybody that came through for our next live we only got a few months left but december we will be doing one last live show will be virtual so y'all make sure y'all be on the lookout for that show when we start promoting it be on the lookout for it and make sure y'all check out our last two episodes the atlanta series you know we did we did two episodes while we was in uh atlanta a few months ago and we finally dropped them so y'all make sure y'all check those episodes out for us we greatly appreciate it and yeah no that's it that's it yeah i appreciate y'all but let's get into this brand new episode featuring millie rose artist musician based out here in nashville tennessee appreciate her for being on the show man we had a lot of fun with her you know she's always welcome back and y'all make sure y'all check out her latest single 95 which we do play on this episode as well but make sure y'all check it out stream it do what you gotta do but let's get into it new episode featuring millie rose threshold brace b dot jones take it away yeah Jones, threshold, and you can't sit with us. Never. Listen, listen. L let me start this statement off by saying welcome to the show. Here to put you up on topics that you really need to know. Live and center from the villa, introduce the coolest host. L Ambitious Q, the DJ, got you ready, good to go. Yo, what's happening? Welcome back to a brand new episode of You Can't Sit With Us Radio featuring myself, as always, L Ambitious, aka the kid that never sold dope, aka Happy Gilmore. And the one and only, the smooth, cue the DJ, man. What's going on? Come come again? Yeah, happy Gilmore, man. What, what was that? I don't know. That's, that's one of my favorite movies. Really? Yeah. Yeah, Happy Gilmore. Why is Happy Gilmore your favorite movie? Well, because for one, when I was young, I used to be a golfer. Huh. Yeah. Right. You know, so so do you golf now? <laughs> no. <Nah. laughs> you want to know, normally, if you think about it, people usually start golfing at the later part of their life. Instead early. of starting at the beginning and then not doing it anymore. Yeah, I was early. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When how long? When did you start golfing? Man, that was early. I can't remember. That's, that was well, that was a long time ago. Why you why you why you put the sticks down? Man, I was I was playing in tournaments a lot, mm -hmm. and then I got out of them, so it just kind of faded away. Was it too much for you? Was nah, that overwhelming? Nah, man, nah, man, I was killing them tournaments, man. <laughs> <laughs> you got trophies. Yeah, I got trophies. Of course I do. Hey, no, you got to show the pie trophies because I don't believe it unless I see trophies. Hey, I got some, man. I got some. <laughs> I, ain't, I was close to getting a hole-in-one a couple times, man. I got a hole-in-one on putt-putt, though. Putt-putt, though. I was, <laughs> on, I was putt -putt, though. On putt-putt? Yeah, putt-putt. Okay, <laughs> okay. I feel you. <laughs> what you, uh, you listen to a new Beyonce album yet? Yeah, man. I, I don't know. I'm not a big 
pop Beyonce fan, honestly. So I can listen to it and I can tell you that it sounded like great music. Took an L. Yeah, but yeah, um, yeah, I would say the Beyonce album was it was it was definitely dope when I played it. Like I listened to it and I was like, oh, I could see why people would enjoy this. It's just not for me. Mm-hmm. I, I ain't checked it out yet. Are you gonna check it out? Cause it's not Mary J, so I know you might be <laughs> like, nah, I don't want to hear it. Nah, I don't know. We'll see. I'm, I might. Yeah, I might. it's it's definitely if if you're into that kind of music for sure. You're you're gonna it was it's it's tough in its own like like. For what it's supposed to be, it was that, <laughs> if right. if I could say. But just for me, I'm not gonna, I'm not running this back in the whip because <laughs> you know I think this is for the women. Like I think this is for them. Mm, okay. So yeah. Did you did you end up buying you a a Powerball ticket, a Mega Millions ticket? I did. I did buy. I bought like. I don't know what I was doing. I bought like twenty dollars worth of worth of those tickets. So I, was, I think it was like ten of them, and I bought those ten, and I won nothing. So you know, it went right in the trash. It's fine. Man, you pulled the DJ Khaled, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> pretty man, much. Man, had like fifty tickets. Like, hmm, shit, yeah. your rich ass thing. <laughs> no, and I mean it's it's odd enough. I mean, I do. I probably do that every time one of these big raffles come around. I usually don't expect to win. But I'm just like people be forgetting that you can still kind of win, like just off numbers yeah, if, yeah. if you don't got the whole thing. So, oh well, yeah, you know, give it a shot. Wait, like yeah, four numbers, five numbers. Yeah, some. No, you can if you just got the last number in a row and one of the numbers, you can you can win something. Two it's, 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 yeah, two dollars, <laughs> but you win something. <laughs> hey, it's, it's something. Man, get your cold drink with. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, so let's get to it. As always, you know, we keep the most. Amazing, talented, dopest, spectacular guests on the show, and today it's like no other man. We got AQ man. We got a we got a we got a singer on the show, man. I with an I, man. With an A. Ooh, talk to him. Hey man. Hey man. She got. Hey EP EP Garden go crazy. I was doing the you know the you know the Jay Z head about me. Yeah, I was doing that. You had the ugly face with it. <laughs> hey man, we got the multi-talented Millie Rose on the show with us today. How you doing? Thank you. I'm doing great. It's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> yes. Cool, cool. How your how your Sunday treat? You know, we we always have people pod on Sundays, and I feel like Sundays are the days that a lot of people rest. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I feel mm-hmm. you. Self care, all that stuff. Find things I like to do, or work on my music, or just you know, grounding <laughs> on Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. Well, let's um. Let's just get straight into it. Um, if you could tell the people just a little bit about you and, and who you are and, and what you do and just, you know, kind of give them a little background on you. Yes, I am a singer, songwriter, producer. Um, I was born in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I moved Let's here. Go. <laughs> <laughs> I moved here when I was about six or seven. <coughs> um, we picked Music City. My mom plays guitar and she's always loved um, music and was inspired by music a lot growing up. So she picked Nashville Music City. We came here. uh, It was a little hard starting on our feet, you know, getting up and running, getting things going. So for that first, I would say, year of my life, uh, we were just trying to find the best schools, trying to pay rent, trying to make ends meet. Trying to get it. Yeah. Yeah. And I was fortunate enough to get involved in like choir and like some music classes in the uh, like public school. 
and then a little bit later in life I would say maybe about two to three years later we found a newspaper article for W.O. Smith Music School if you know Nashville has grown as far as like teaching music and this was different because it helped young children that may not have been able to fully pay for like music lessons because they could be like super expensive mm -hmm. and they worked with you to um, kind of find your budget and like what you could pay for. And I went there for piano and voice um, and it was, it was very enlightening and definitely taught me a lot and I was fortunate enough to be able to learn music theory there. Uh, fast forward a few more years I met two young girls named Courtney and Fantasia, K.O. McCoy, and uh, she's doing amazing right now. She's uh, also working with Yoko Radio. She's a uh, radio host. Mm -hmm. And then Fantasia Thomas, Fancy J, she's an artist here in Nashville. Um, but we met, <coughs> I would say, when I was like a teenager, and we decided to start a singing group. And we were uh, inspired by, you know, TLC and Destiny's Child and all those things. <laughs> and I would say that was kind of what got me to know more about the music industry mm -hmm. like how does it work first time in a studio writing a song like you know it's different when you're just you know wanting to do music you know play piano or in class but when you actually get put into that environment around producers and you're having to kind of learn more about music business as far as like what's publishing you know what is what is all this stuff so we did uh, a few shows here in Nashville we did some stuff in Atlanta a uh, little bit later, fast forward, I'm just, you know, kind of taking you through the timeline <laughs> as fast as I can. Take us on a trip. Yeah. Um, I would say about late high school, um, I decided I really wanted to learn more about the production side. I wanted to know what was going on in the system. Like when somebody's making a song for me and producing the song, like what is EQ? What is compression? Like yeah. what is all this stuff? I want to be able to talk the lingo and know what's going on. Right. And um, so I decided to go to college for audio production. Um, during that time, the group, we went our separate ways. We're still best friends today. Um, but we decided to kind of take our journey on like solo, solo careers and what we wanted to do as far as like building our businesses separated yeah. you know you know all that stuff so right um so yeah i went to the art institute for audio production uh and then that was when my solo career like manifested i decided i wanted to um you know do r&b pop music <coughs> and i really wanted to learn how to produce myself and produce my own uh, compositions yeah uh you know, fast forward, <laughs> here we are, um, you know, many, many years later, and I've released two self-produced EPs um, and a few other uh, self-produced, like, singles. Emphasis on self-produced. Thank we got, you. I got to... I gotta clap it up well, for that because self-produced is fire. Thank you. <laughs> it's it's definitely a learning experience. I love just like going in and learning how to like, you know, comp vocals, do vocal production, like stacks. I was always very inspired by Brandy because of her harmonies and her stacks. So like going in there and layering things and you know piecing things together to make a song. Um, I have done a lot of collaboration here in Nashville. Worked with a lot of songwriters and. Uh, different producers so I still love doing that you know having that other eye that other ear with you to create a um, piece of music is great so yeah 
it's a little journey (laughs) (laughs) fast forward you know no i i appreciate that for sure because i mean you kind of took us on the trip of just where you were and where you are now so that was that was perfect um so i guess i'll kind of start to where you know you talked about you and your you and your mom kind of you know picking music city to Mm -hmm. come to yes um her playing guitar at the time mm-hmm. um and i believe you said you were you were singing majority of the time yeah. um at that point mm-hmm. so uh was that a, was that the time that you figured out that you wanted to be an artist yes um i remember being about six or seven it was like shortly after we moved here to nashville and she purchased me a barbie karaoke machine mm-hmm. And, of course, it had, like, Britney Spears songs and, like, Christina Aguilera songs. It was, like, yeah. early 2000s, y'all, okay? Yeah. It <laughs> showed my age a little bit. <laughs> um, and it also had a setting on there where you could just play the instrumental and then write your own songs to it. Hmm. And so I would just play, like, the beats on that barbecue karaoke yeah. machine and write my own songs to it. And I think it was, like, right then and there where I realized, oh, I could actually do this myself. You yeah. know, I can, you know, um, craft out my own songs. And I was also watching, you know, TV and watching these these singers, you know, do their thing on stage. And it was very inspiring to me. And I really wanted to to do that and have that energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel it. So what, uh, what, what else inst- instruments are you playing? Right now, uh, mostly just piano. Uh, I did dabble a little bit in guitar and flute, but I didn't stick too long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but I definitely want to go back to trying to learn guitar soon because my mom's always like, I play guitar. Why won't you let me teach you <laughs> guitar? <laughs> like all y'all guitar players, like it just hurts your fingers that you got to get through that callus stage where you're playing. Mm-hmm. And then once they callus up, you're good. <laughs> but I haven't been able to get past the callus stage. It just hurts too bad. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. Mm-hmm. Is music is music theory like real hard to learn? Um, no, I wouldn't say it's really hard to learn. It's hard to remember. Okay. You gotta yeah. like, you gotta like keep reminding yourself about things. Like, I haven't went and looked at like sheet music and played piano to sheet music mm-hmm. in so many years. So if like I go back and do that now, I wouldn't really remember too much. I'd have to reteach myself. So it's mm-hmm. like it's those small things, but other music theory you know modalities i've kind of kept in there that kind of stick you know about piano and falsetto how to build mm-hmm. songs and the bass the the treble all that stuff you know yeah mm-hmm. um so i of course i'm I'm going back to you know just kid time yeah, <laughs> um see, at that point because yeah. i think that that's super important um what was so how old were you when you moved here six about six years old okay do you think that that because although you were still young you were kind of changing to a completely different place Mm -hmm. you know and that can be different for some people whether you're old young how did that feel for you it was really hard on me Mm -hmm. because all of my family at the time uh lived in uh milwaukee Mm -hmm. so like i was mostly around my cousins like on a daily basis yeah my dad my aunt um 
and I really didn't have any other younger sibling family members anywhere else. It was just my two cousins. Yeah. And so when we moved away from them, I had nobody to play with all of a sudden. Yeah. You know, you know, using your creativity, imagination, all that stuff. I had nobody to do that with. So I had to learn how to really just entertain myself <laughs> and find <laughs> things to do. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember I had, um, I feel like we found it at a pawn shop. It was this like tape recorder. It's like an old school tape recorder. You put tapes in. And I would sit there on the microphone and like sing songs and I would pretend to talk to them. And I, it, this sounds so sad. I know. I wish I had these tapes today. Nah, this, this is important stuff. I just knew one day that I would take the tapes and like mail it off to them to tell them like how much I miss them and tell them what I'm doing. So today, y'all, you know, I'm, I'm cooking, you know, a grilled cheese sandwich. <laughs> and I'm trying to, you know, I was telling them what I was doing throughout the yeah. day. Um, I don't know where those tapes are. They're gone. Like. <laughs> That yeah. would have been a, an awesome memory to have. Yeah, I know, but yeah, it was to go back to. It was hard on me, but once I found friends here and got started in school, it got involved in the music. You know, I was busy and I wasn't thinking about it as much anymore. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Do you think your mom? So, your mom played guitar. Mm-hmm. Um. Was that something that kind of kept her? busy or was she like working a lot do you think that you and your mom like got to spend a lot of time as a kid yeah so playing the guitar for her was more of a hobby Mm -hmm. she hadn't really ventured out professionally to do it um because she was you know working and and you know raising me and finding other things so she finds value in just doing it for fun and for play but she's really good at it like (laughs) i have on a Jimi hendrix today and I always think of my mom when I think of Jimi Hendrix because she calls herself like the female Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> like she's so inspired by him. Yeah. yeah. So she like I grew up listening to, um, you know, like Led Zeppelin, Pat Benatar and, you know, Jimi Hendrix mm-hmm. and those like rock and, you know, yeah, that's her all day. <laughs> what might have been uh, something that you might have taken from her just like you maybe not even so much just as artistry but just as a person yeah I would say it was when it comes to playing an instrument or when it comes to being creative you don't have to do it as like a it doesn't have to feel like a job yeah I guess because she never treated it like that and so I never got to see it in that light I only got to see it in a playful light. Like, I love doing this. It's so fun. And so I go back to that point when I'll kind of feel like it's a job or tedious. Like, you know, I got to finish this mix today. Mm, I'll be like, no, this is fun. This is play. I get to be creative. And I'll go back to that mindset that um, she held. Like, sometimes she would just pick her guitar up and be like, all right, you know, um, and I'd stay with a friend or something. She's like, all right, I'm going to go play at the karaoke night. And she'd take her guitar with her, and she'd just ask them to go on stage and go up there and, like, play for random people just because she wanted to do it. And she wasn't That's getting dope. paid for it. Yeah. yeah, she didn't care about getting paid. She would just want to go play. That's fire. <laughs> you can tell her heart was in the band. Yeah, exactly. Like having your heart in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So you so you had an imaginary friends. I did, <laughs> I did for sure. I feel like that's what kind of kept my imagination and kept yeah. that creativity going. Like children need that; they need imagination. Like uh, really, adults, we need that too. I wouldn't mm-hmm. say imaginary friends, but you know, <laughs> we got to keep our imagination going so we're able to be creative. Yeah. 
Yeah. You you remember their names? No, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> that would be funny if I did that. So you were only child. Pretty much. Pretty much. And the reason I say that is because I do have a sister. Okay. Um, but we didn't grow up together. Gotcha. Yes. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So, but in so in your household, you were more like even though you weren't an only child, it mm-hmm. was you kind of got the same experience. Yeah, it was just point. me and my mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Do you feel like that's helped you as a like? How do you feel like that's changed you as a person? Like, do you think mm-hmm. that you saw life differently compared to people who weren't maybe the only child? Yeah, it definitely got lonely at times, but it taught me independence. Mm-hmm. Um, and it taught me how to sit with myself and how to be alone with myself. Like, what do I defining things to do? Yeah. Like, you know, I'm not just going to sit here today. I'm going to go do this or right. I'm going to go do that. I wasn't at that time having to, um, you know, rely on being around others. So I feel like that has definitely helped me a lot in my adult life too is learning how to you know sit with yourself a little bit boy is that important yeah as you get older talk talk to yourself yeah Yeah. seriously i had to learn that first moving here like i moved see i like i moved when i was i don't know 22 23 and it's like you got to learn how to do stuff with nobody you Mm -hmm. you ain't got no friends yet so Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's like what can you do yeah for sure so what's your uh What's your um, producer choice like? Do you do Logic, Pro Tools, or what, what do you go to? Yes, Pro Tools is my go-to. That's my baby. But I have recently downloaded Logic, and I've been doing um, production in that. I don't do vocals in it, though. Okay. So every, anytime I'm mixing and recording vocals, I'll switch from Logic to Pro Tools. Yeah. And why is it, though? Because I heard a lot of people say that. Yeah, I don't. it's just... For me personally, it's what I've always used, and it's easier for me when it comes to vocal stacking and like putting harmonies together. Like it's quick; I can just boom, 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 pan them, mix them. Like it's just more user friendly. Yeah, yeah you ain't lying. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, All right, so let's get into your first song. Talk about talk about uh, '95. Yes, yeah, so I just released a single called '95. Um, it was produced in my home studio. I've actually been sitting on that song for a little while. Uh, I didn't really know what to do with it because I wasn't fully happy with the second verse when I recorded it. So I just put it in my file and I was like, I'm just gonna leave it here. Uh, I would say a little bit after the pandemic, I started to go through all my stuff that I had just like sitting there. I was like, I'm gonna just start grabbing this stuff, see what it was. And I, I realized, I was like, you know what? What if I put a feature on this? I've never released a song with a feature. Um, and so I came across an artist named Bryce Green, super talented artist, um, doing a lot in Nashville, has done a lot with Sync, uh, got his stuff on um, you know, TV film and, and things. And I hit him up and was like, hey, I have this song and I have the second verse, there's nothing on it. Would you want a feature on it? Would you want to try to you know, put something on there? I sent it to him, he sent it back, and I was like, wow, this is the <laughs> song. <laughs> this is what it was missing. Yeah. Uh, and then I, at the end of it, decided to add an extended ending to it and put crystal singing bowls. So there's a heart chakra bowl throughout the song and towards the end. And it has kind of an affirmation at the end and like a very drawn out thing because I really wanted to over the past year, which is crazy, I never thought I'd be 
hear or say that I'm putting crystal singing bowls and working with frequencies. But about a year ago, I realized that I wanted to include certain frequencies and include affirmations, include things people could feel in my music. And so that was added at the end later on. Yeah. Why have you uh, never featured somebody? I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, it just never has happened. It's never worked <laughs> out. I featured on things with other people, right. but it just never has. You work pretty damn oh, hard. Yeah. Like, if you think about it, like, yeah. <laughs> you do everything on your music, mm -hmm. you produce it all, you don't have features, like, you, you do it all. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's I'm not really sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, I have worked with, like, I've done a, I would say this kind of feature, like, I've done a whole, I did a whole EP with a uh, producer here in Nashville, producer and writer named Rioville. It was my one of my first EPs that I put out, and it was self-titled. So I would say that's kind of like featured a little mm -hmm. bit. He's he's throughout it. He's on it. He produced the whole thing. I didn't um, produce it. I did write with him on there. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. That All counts. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to just let you introduce the song. Okay. 95. Yep. All right. Uh, this is my song 95 featuring Bryce Green. Yeah, we'll be right back when you can see what it's ready. Don't feel great if we were riding top down, wind in our face, driving real fast. Nothing in view With the music up loud It's our debut And all I wanna see is headlights And all I wanna do is in the night with you Keep driving till we see the daylight I don't want a destination I just wanna go with you Take me 95, 95 Take me 95, 95 And now 95, 95 Take me 95, 95 And now
You got your own home studio? Yes, I do. Okay. Did you used to record at County Q Productions? I did. Okay, because I used to intern there. You did? Yeah. Yes. I think it was around the time. It was like, that was years ago. It was like when I was in college. Mm-hmm. That's, why, that's how I found out about you, because I actually uh, I used to help Rio out a few times mm-hmm. in the studio. So, yeah. Yeah, so I worked on that, uh, what I was mentioning a little earlier, mm-hmm. that first EP that I had released, it was self-titled, um, and the full thing was produced by him. So we were recording that EP at County Q Studios mm-hmm. at the time, yep. Okay, that's cool. Um, so, your garden EP, so yes. what, what, is the, what is the garden Sinekpa? Yeah, so it, um, it's two things. The first thing is creatively, I feel like we are all, I don't know if that yeah it's okay okay so it's two things so it's creatively i feel like we all have a garden that we can nurture and water and take care of creatively Mm -hmm. and through that it can grow um and we'll be able to also share with others so when you think of a garden as something that you grow and others can come in what pick fruit and vegetables and all that stuff so i was thinking of it in a way of this is something that I am creating, but I'm also giving and sharing with others. Um, and then also, it represents the mind in a way and how our mind is kind of like a garden, you know. We water it through our thoughts and through what we um, creatively uh, manifest. Yeah. I feel like so what, uh, what made you want to do everything? Yeah, <laughs> like, um, great question. Yeah, what, uh, so just I love it. I mean, because like if we think about it, just as an artist in general, I mean, I feel like just writing the music and recording it is mm-hmm. is a task in itself. But you you write it, you record it, you mm-hmm. produce it, you do everything yeah. for yourself. Yeah, I'll be honest. I just wanted to see if I could do it. <laughs> yeah, seriously, the first time, it's like I just want to see if I could do all this. Mm-hmm. I wanted to challenge myself. I like challenging myself. Yeah. I also am a, I love knowledge. Like, I'm a knowledge seeker. I've realized that about myself. Like, I just want to learn and know what's going on. That's it. And um, I've kind of also had to ask myself, you know, the control aspect. Am I just trying to, like, control everything? Am I just trying to, like, do everything? And I've realized, no, because it's really stressful, y'all, to have to, to, like, do everything. And there's times when I'll ask myself, do I want to do all this? Or do I just want to, like, see if I can find somebody else to try to come in and, and mix this one? And then I'm like, no, I want to see if I can do it. <laughs> you know, yeah. I always go back to that. And then I realize at the end, I, once I challenge myself and sit there and it's hard and I'm, you know, beating myself up about it. And I, if I actually follow through and do it, I end up liking the result. And I'm like, 
it the feeling of that of wow i did it i was doubting myself but i did it mm-hmm. that's the feeling that i that i end up chasing because i know that i'll get to that point if i just stick to it and try to do it myself yeah but i'm ready to collab <laughs> i'm ready oh <laughs> <laughs> um, so just to kind of tie into that so i i would imagine that being an artist just being an artist in general but being someone that does it all that probably takes up a lot of time in your life like it does, from yeah. you doing other things or forming relationships with others or just whatever yeah um, definitely so how do you how do you manage that all yeah um it's difficult for sure it's hard i the best way is to prioritize once I prioritize certain things, I'm able to kind of navigate and figure out what's most important. Um, but I would say if I am focusing on like one thing, like for example, I am independent, so I'm doing all my own marketing and trying to figure all that out. And then that takes me away from the creative side. Yeah. You know, I this week have actually been struggling with that because I just released a song and I'm doing my own marketing. Um, but I have, you know, reached out and I am working on trying to work with um other marketing companies it just hasn't got there yet and i have been pulled away from songs i want to finish and so this week i've been like man i can't wait to go in there and and finish this song i have so many ideas i just haven't had a chance to go in there and sit down and do it yet Mm -hmm. so i am in the process now of hoping that um and like sitting with myself and writing out plans of how i can just solely focus on the creative aspect a little bit more um, and find people that can come in and kind of help me with those things. Because, like, marketing is just, like, like the TikTok and Instagram. Like, y'all, <laughs> y'all can have it. Yeah. No, I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Yeah, you don't even see your friends post no more. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, it's just it's just too much stuff in general. Mm-hmm. I, I can't. I can't even keep up with it. I've been wanting to take our pod to the next step <laughs> so, <laughs> so long trying to right. like make it to TikTok. But I'm like, yo, this is just so much. It is. It's so much. Mm-hmm. It's too many. Yeah. For sure. Oh, so have you, you ever thought about, you ever thought about getting into rapping? You ever thought about rapping before? I have not. <laughs> I have not. I, <laughs> I've tried it because I remember when, um, I think the closest I've gotten to rapping on a song was the song that I did release from the EP with Rioville, and the song is called Black Dress. It's out now. You can go listen to it. And on the bridge, um, he had he was like, "It'd be so cool if you were like rapping right here." So that was like my take on rapping. That's the most you're gonna get out of me. <laughs> For real. We need to run that back. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, so do you think that you've missed out on things like that you, so how old are you right now? <laughs> or give me a, give me a S like a, 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 a close. A close? Yeah. Uh, late twenties. Late twenties. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. So do you feel like. 1900s. Yeah. That, <laughs> cool. Fine. Yeah. That yeah. works just perfectly for <laughs> me. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you think that just doing everything that you do is taking you away from experiencing things like just stuff that people your age Mm. will go through like maybe you know you might see people out partying or you Mm -hmm. know whatever just Mm -hmm. do you think that that takes you away from that stuff it used to so it used to so like uh, i would say like when i was in the group 
and then early in, in life when I was doing uh like trying to find my solo career and find my path I was like so caught up in the chase of it and so caught up in like the music business aspect and it like being an artist can feel like you're running a race sometimes. Mm -hmm. You know, like there is no finish line. Everybody's trying to find this finish line, <laughs> but we're all racing to be the best. Yeah. Like I was caught in the race a little bit, um, and then it did take me from experiencing some things and take me away from um, life a little bit. But now I'm at a place where I don't let it do that. Mm -hmm. I I try to find balance, um, and just being able to have those boundaries as well and saying no and not being um, afraid to or feel like you're going to feel bad if you're yeah. not going to do something. Right. That was the fear of missing out. That too was like I had that bad. Um, so yeah. I feel that. Um, what do you what do you plan to do next? Like what, mm -hmm. what do you have or do you have like a certain uh, skill that you want to master or something that you want to add to just not like what you're doing next is like next song or whatever mm -hmm. but just you as an artist do you have like goals or anything that you're that you're setting that you're working towards yeah so right now i'm working on educating myself more about the frequency aspect of music mm -hmm. and how that affects our bodies hmm. because i like over the last year went down this rabbit hole of like okay wait music is vibration music is frequency and then i was introduced to like meditation and crystal singing bowls and i realized those are tuned to certain frequencies like people will go do meditation practices and listen to these certain frequencies that yeah. aren't really affecting certain parts of your body so i was like wait a minute there's music out here that's frequency how come i've never asked the question of what was it doing to my body or my emotions when i listened to it mm -hmm. and i i realized i was like oh no there's some songs i listen to and it makes you feel something or you go out and it makes you want to dance because yeah. it's literally at that certain frequency. So it's like, well, what about my music? I'm responsible now to kind of understand and know how it's going to affect the listener um, in a deeper level, yeah. like not just the words. So I'm now, um, I'm working with uh, singing bowls, sound bowls, and frequency. I work a lot with the frequency of 432 hertz and 528 hertz. Um, there's a lot of information online about it, about where it affects you and your body and your emotions and how it can kind of like help clear you in a way yeah. um, and raise your, your vibration. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, I'm also doing um, sound bowl therapy and meditation classes as well. Was that difficult to get into? It wasn't difficult at all, no. <laughs> it felt natural. It's mm -hmm. weird. It's almost like I was, like we're meant to kind of be in that that lane a little bit mm -hmm. like holistically or or like I was kind of meant to think that way um, and it's kind of all when I think about it there was breadcrumbs throughout my life that's kind of led me to this and I never would have thought I'd ever be into this at all yeah. it was just like a light bulb went off one day and it's like hey this is a thing <laughs> learn about it yeah, <laughs> okay <right. laughs> how long you been doing about a year year and a half okay mm -hmm. yeah not too long we started doing the pandemic yeah uh -huh. it was shortly after the mm -hmm. pandemic uh i was working on the garden ep um and i already had the songs picked out pretty much and then that was when i was introduced to that and i was like what <laughs> i have to rethink all this now yeah you know and it's crazy that i really didn't have to realign it it was really already aligned that way somehow and I was like, wow, I, it's almost like I was guiding myself throughout it to get to that. Because it, 
it kind of went with it like the garden and the songs I realized were in keys of of what the frequencies of what the bowls that I had I had um you know had got some bowls that were certain frequencies and so it was easy to kind of adjust it and maneuver it in a certain way at the end it's crazy y'all <laughs> crazy synchronicity for sure do you uh do you do you ever have performance anxiety oh yeah I used to have it bad I used to have it real bad I've now gotten over it uh a little bit but I still get nervous you know still get a little nervous because you get it's the fear of like oh what if I sing this note wrong what if I forget the words like we all have those fears and those thoughts but I've found ways now to combat those fears and try to switch the the mindset up no but what if it goes right Right. what if I do it right and when I focus on that it always goes smoothly but back in the day I used to have it real bad especially when I was a teenager like in the group and stuff Mm -hmm. yeah I have some stories for sure (laughs) (laughs) um where do you hope to perform oh everywhere (laughs) i am now now that i've gotten over that fear and like i believe like and i just love performing again it's like almost like i had to fall in love with being a performing artist and singing on stage for people now that i've gotten to that place i just want to do shows i just want to sing for you i just like seriously and i i envision you know um like stage setups and different things and i hope to one day get to a point where i'm able to do a tour or able to put on my own shows and kind of have it set up certain ways like i can't wait i love performing i feel that when's the last time you performed the last one i did was at musicians corner in centennial park yes it was a few weeks ago how was that oh so fun i've always wanted to do musicians corner (laughs) so it's like this big um because they, they, they blocked the whole, that whole field of Centennial Park out. Mm-hmm. And they have like food trucks and stuff. And it's all ages and it's free. And they have different artists come perform throughout the day. Almost like a festival type vibe. Yeah. And so I had never done anything like that outside. And uh, my daughter also came. And my family came. And she was out there dancing. You know, she's <laughs> three. So it was so cute. Um, and then just to have, you know, all ages out there and everybody's having a good time and i loved it mm-hmm. you uh you only produce for yourself or you produce for other artists right now i've been mostly doing my own i have been working with a few other artists um but doing my production but it's mostly been me yes okay. <laughs> okay. i hope to to know venture out more uh, eventually and i have an opportunity where i might uh start doing that more coming soon uh, you talked about before um, about you had two other friends that you were um, doing music with. Yeah. Um, and y'all are still cool now. Mm-hmm. So how was how was that? Like, I don't know how old y'all were at that time, but like yeah. splitting up from from music to now not doing that anymore. But we're mm-hmm. still friends. Yeah, I think during the time we were also growing into women. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think I was like 18, 19, and they were the same. Could have been 17. I'd have to go back and look. But, you know, you're growing into a woman. You're, like, coming out of teen and trying to figure out life. So I think that kind of overpowered the feeling of, like, the loss of, like, losing the group. We were all trying to figure out life at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then still being friends, it's almost like we were growing into women together. Yeah. And so that kind of kept us um, close. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And what's your what's your thing to get rid of a uh, writer's block? Yes, uh, to get rid of writer's block. Now, what I'll do is I'll step away, and I'll come out of the what I'm doing, and I will try to find something I like to do. So, like for example, going to grab a cup of coffee real quick, or uh, putting on a show I like, or going outside and doing something fun. You gotta like come out of it for a second, and then it'll unblock you, and then you can go back. It's a real thing. Like writer's block is a real thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people don't think about that. Yeah. You heard that uh, that Beyonce album? I did. Yeah. What you think about <clears> it? <throat> I love it. I think it's different mm. mm-hmm, for her, for sure, and I think it's a new era, and yeah. I feel it. no, because I, 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 when I said it was for the women, I saw I, I got a face, so that's why I, <laughs> I agreed with you. Oh, okay. Oh, bet. All yeah, right, cool. No, I, I agree with you bad. for sure. I, I and like, <laughs> and just for the listeners, like I didn't mean that in a bad way or nothing mm-hmm. like that, but mm-hmm. I think that it was super women empowering. Yes, like if you listen to the stuff she was saying, like and her calling like telling the chicks to dance like a thotty like that's that was something seem wild but like even in my brain like mm-hmm. that feels like women empowerment yeah, yeah i feel it was definitely um empowering the feminine energy uh-huh. that's my take on it yeah i feel yeah. that Make sure the beehive won't come from you. Hey, no, no cap. You got, <laughs> you got to clear that up because beehive is, is 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 in there. They pull up on me for sure. And I was a be, I was a beehive when she when she did the Dangerously in Love album. That mm-hmm. was probably like that. That was in my top like top ten R and B albums of all time, honestly. <laughs> but yeah. I, yeah, I'm just I'm not a fan of of pop Beyonce. Just like where she going now, which I ain't saying it's bad. I'm just saying it's just not for me. It's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, okay. not for me. <laughs> So your uh, you, I think you had like your biggest song was Lonely Summer. Is that what, what was that success? I know that was I know some years ago, but what was that? Yes. Uh, so yes, that was during a time I was venturing out and working with a lot of different pop producers and writers here in Nashville, and um, I came across a group named Bio, consists of uh, Grayson and Sam, it's two guys. And uh, their music just was so different than what I had uh, worked on previously. They're definitely like pop. And uh, we wrote, we did a session together and we did Lonely Summer and a few other ones. And I was like, you know, I don't want to overthink this. Uh Like, I don't even think, yeah, we didn't at the time go back and do, um, like we had the demo vocals and we didn't even go back in and like, fully perfect it but it still sounded good and we sent it off uh, he mixed it and then i sent it off to get it mastered and i was like i'm just gonna drop this Uh like i'm just gonna release it like it's just so different it feels so fun it's summertime Mm. like i have to just release this like right now and um i had my friend jamie bencito she drew like hand drew up that cover art that you see super talented artist i'm so grateful for her for doing that so thank you jamie and then um so i just released it and uh i also sent it out to submit hub if y'all if you're an artist you know what submit hub is and it got declined by like almost every blog on there for the people who aren't artists what is submit hub so submit hub is a platform you can mass send out your stuff to different blogs and playlists and see Mm -hmm. if they pick it up or they like it or not 
and they'll give you like they'll write you like honest feedback why sometimes it can be like super soul crushing so <laughs> like but yeah they they did on submit hub for that one they just like it got declined by like almost all of it and so i was like man well it's okay i'm still gonna just like put it out and i dropped it and the streams on it went crazy I had tears in my eyes because I was also at the time um, in the middle of a job situation and I wasn't financially stable. Like I was kind of like going through it mentally mm -hmm. and um, it, it has almost a million streams right now. It's my highest streaming song and um, it was all organic. I, it just blew up like that. And I mostly from the UK, somehow a lot of, playlists from the UK picked it up and were putting it on their playlists and then um they picked it up at um what's that store not American Eagle um Hollister Aeropostale no American something American Outfitters oh okay picked Bet. it up and they were playing it in their store it it's super grateful yeah for Grayson and Sam and that um that whole experience of that song it kind of definitely woke me up to uh, playlists. I didn't know like it could help you that much before I, that. And I feel like when did because I'm trying to think of when playlists became popular. Mm -hmm. Like, because when when was that? What year was that? That was like 2016. It was like right on the brink yeah. of that being like a thing. But they didn't have it public to where artists could submit yeah. publicly like they have it now. It was like it was just if they did it or not. Yeah. Now it's like. I'm trying not to say something negative. <laughs> <laughs> now it's like you either have to pay somebody mm -hmm. yeah. or try to do it yourself and see if they like it. And just, yeah, just hope it works. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. Mm. All right, let's get into your uh, second song, Freedom. Talk about it. Yes. This is my song, Freedom. It is a self-produced record that I put on my project called The Garden. Um, I worked on this record, let's say a little bit right around when the pandemic had started. I just locked myself away and um, tried to do do it all. I hadn't really fully mixed an EP or a song myself. I'd always just produced it. So it's also mixed by me. And uh, yeah, it's about just finding that freedom within yourself. All right, <laughs> all right. Introduce it, introduce it. Yeah, this is Freedom. Yes. <laughs> we'll be right back when you can see what Yes, sir.
So, Millie Rose, it is time for random ass questions. All right, let's do it. These questions have absolutely nothing to do with what we talked about today. Okay. Are you ready? <laughs> yes. Right. So, gotta start it off. Um, so you a uh, avid cereal eater? Not really anymore. Not anymore. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, we still ask you this. Um, so when d- when you did eat cereal, yes. did you eat it crunchy? as soon as possible or did you wait for it to sog up a little bit crunchy as soon as possible <laughs> i hate soggy cereal mm. that's why i stopped eating cereal <laughs> and l yeah <laughs> i gotta start thing. tallying up my l's <laughs> i gotta thing. start tallying them up and like at the end of the year i'm gonna start doing reviews i'm gonna be <laughs> like no this is i, I lost 37 times on the pod <laughs> <laughs> all right have you ever been tempted to sleep inside of a fridge no not at all. Why not? There's too much stuff in there. <laughs> like leftover foods and like no thanks. I'm good. <laughs> have you been tempted to sleep in the fridge? To sneak in the fridge? No, sleep. Sleep in the fridge. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no. Not at all. Mm-mm. All right. Do you think fish have a thirst for water? Some probably do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah sure all right <laughs> what why why are they called apartments when they're together <laughs> tell me i don't know you where know he what? goes for these because uh, they are going up this way and i feel like we need to be in grounded apartments mm. need to be grounded okay all right that works they taking us away from most people Earth. don't give you an answer to that one at all so i'll take it <laughs> gotta ask this question nobody got it right yet <laughs> all right what goes up and down but does not move goes up and down but does not move up and down but does not move waveforms music no <laughs> <laughs> what you want this yes it stares oh <laughs> People are always so disappointed in the answer because I was like, thinking too deep. Yeah, <laughs> ain't no cap, no cap. See, that's that's what always is so funny about it. Like his questions, like you be going super deep, like hmm, like, <laughs> it's like over my head with this, and then it be something simple. You be like, what? Yeah, yeah. that's funny. All right, do you think it's possible to bury someone without a casket? Yes. If they if they ask for it. Yeah. I've watched too many movies like that. (laughs) 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 All right. uh, Last question is, do you think angels get high? Yes, I do. I think they do. Mm -hmm. Why is it? They get high on life and high on vibration, and that's why they are angels. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. She told you. (laughs) 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 Uh, You got any questions you want to ask us? Yes. um, What are your um, favorite foods? Oh, this. Hey, (laughs) shout out to her. This is the first person somebody asked us a question other than the normal two. (laughs) Um, Dang. Favorite (laughs) food. So, while as I think on my favorite food, I can tell you that I did try sushi for the first time probably two days ago uh, how'd you like it oh it was amazing okay. <laughs> yeah i tried now i did get fried sushi i won't lie 
Um, it's good though. Yeah, no, that <laughs> joint was going crazy. It's a rock and roll sushi, mm. um, and they had something called like a VIP roll, and it's like crab meat and spicy mayo. It goes nuts. <laughs> like it was insane. I was gonna get some two days in a row. Um, that could eventually become my favorite food for mm. sure. Uh, okay. But for now, I guess I'll just say like chicken alfredo mm. and uh, when I'm being simple, a PB and J. It does one. Yeah, can't go wrong with PB and J. Yeah, you find me a nice little cheese stick. I'm straight. <laughs> right, man. You hey, mean yeah. like mozzarella sticks? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, hey, no, I'm I'm with you on that. I'm I'm from Wisconsin. <laughs> damn it, we like cheese. Hey, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. No cheese steak. <laughs> hey, man. Must be going in. Got any more questions? Um, when are your birthdays? Mine is why well, I have to think about it. <laughs> Mine is February twenty first. Okay. Mine's May third. Oh, cool. Nice. When is yours? August twenty second. It's coming up. Yeah, I was trying to think like, damn, what's that? Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. right. We right here. Yeah. You got plans for your birthday? I want to go to Puerto Rico or somewhere Jeez. tropical. Like that's hey. what we're trying to do right now. <laughs> that's that's fire, and that's fire to be less than a month away and still not be able to decide where you want to go, but <laughs> it's going to be somewhere far. And you can still just plan it. That's mm-hmm. that's fire yeah. in itself. It's either that or we'll just drive down to Florida. Cause mm-hmm. then you don't have to fly. You could just go that, to Destin and just right down there. That Florida drive really ain't bad. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I I think we did it like last year, and I thought Florida was crazy. Well, when I went there from Milwaukee, it was like a oh, day. Yeah. Oh yeah. It oh was no. Ridiculous. From Milwaukee. Yeah. Ooh. That that drive was <laughs> insane. Um, but here it's like cool little six and a half. I mean, you you can you can be on the beach. Yeah. Is it the longest drive you've ever taken? To yeah, from Milwaukee to Florida, yes, mm. definitely. That yeah. was that was twenty four. We're talking about doing LA next year and I think that's a drive too. Oh, oh yeah, that's yeah. a drive. Yeah. The farthest yeah. I think yeah, I Yeah, I know. <laughs> See I drove to New York from here. That was like fourteen hours or something like that. Yeah. That's the farthest. Yeah. yeah. See, I'm I am i am quick to jump on a plane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I love I love driving, but once I hit like that six, <clears throat> seven hour threshold, yeah. I'll be like, eh, we yep. gotta think about this. Yes. I still do it but I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I drove Dallas back. That was like ten hours. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You slow, man. We, we knocked that out in <laughs> eight and a half. No, 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 I'm just kind of, I'll be um, cruising. Yeah, no, I feel it. You got to be careful going through some yeah. some of those states. You yeah. Know? Got to be very careful. I just didn't like Dallas because it was toes everywhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was crazy. I felt like I had like $50 in toes when they sent me the bill. I think I had like 12 <laughs> I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> I'll gladly say that. Yeah. Nah, man. I went to a rodeo, man. That shit was fun. Oh, a rodeo? In Texas? Yeah. Ooh. That's that's a real well, deal I mean, rodeo. I guess if there's any yeah, place you would go for a rodeo, it would probably be Texas. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, roping, was it? Yeah, they roping the cows and stuff, whatever. Yeah, the bulls. The bulls? Wow. Yeah. Hey, no, that's yeah. nuts. <laughs> I'll be out there have a panic attack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, those yeah. are the good yeah. trips. When you go mm-hmm. do things you've never right, done before, exactly. never seen. Right. Like, that's what I'm trying to do. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 That was cool to see. Yes. What was your favorite trip? I'm asking you another question, but that's cool. Uh, my favorite trip uh, would be Hawaii. My grandmother lived there, and uh, yeah, we went there to visit her, and she toured us around the island. We were in just in Oahu, and it takes about forty-five minutes to go around the whole thing. That's it. Mm. It's pretty interesting. Mm. Mm. But 
Well, we appreciate you being on well, the show. Thank you. Thank you for yes. having me. This um, was fun. Shout out your social media. Anything yeah. else you want to say? Yes. My name is Millie Rose. You can check out my music on all sh- social platforms. It's M-I-L-L-Y-R-O-Z-E. Um, Instagram's the same, at Millie Rose. Also, please check out my website, MillieRose.com. There you can find all of my music and past releases. Um, and also, I do the Garden Sound Bath here in Nashville, Mindful Nashville. And we will be returning in September. It is a 45-minute to an hour uh, meditation with crystal singing bowls that I guide. So, yes, please come out and see me at one of those. Hey, is uh, Rose your last, real last name? It's not. <laughs> well, uh, as always, y'all can catch me on IG, uh, Q the DJ, Q U E T H E D E E J A Y, uh, and on Twitter at the same thing, Ambitious. Yeah, follow me at Ambitious1K on Instagram and Twitter. That's the number one, the letter K. You don't know how to spell Ambitious, man. Go ask Alexa. Go ask Siri. Go look it up in the dictionary. They'll get you right. <laughs> uh, Threshold Brace, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And you can't sit with us radio on Facebook and Instagram. What's the Twitter? YCSWU radio, all one word on Twitter. In case y'all didn't know, that's the first letter of each word, and you can't sit with us radio. Uh, please go tap in with us there as well. Or 